time See you on the other side We'll all be fine And they'll all be pacified And numb When it's done Can we run When it's done The Big Little Lions with Against the Wall from their wonderful new album. It's entitled Alive and Well. I'm alive and well at Folk Music Ontario <laughs> with The Big Little Lions. They are, of course, Helen Austin and Paul Otten. They're, I, I would like to say, two of the hardest working people in show business because it's probably not said enough. But you guys, despite the fact that you live in two different places, really are quite productive. It always blows my mind. So why don't we start this conversation by 
talking about the new album and let's take it from there. Um, well, the new album came out in February of this year and it was kind of uh, an amalgamation of tunes we'd been writing over the year, um, stuff that, I don't know, stuff that was just, stuff we were feeling. There was a bit of political stuff in there. That was my fault. And then Paul produced the whole thing and, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> what do you want to know about it? <laughs> well, he's probably got more to say about this. The interesting thing is Helen Austin lives on Vancouver Island. Paul Otten lives in Cincinnati and likes to play drums, which always blows my mind. I just love the idea that you can live in two different places but come together, make beautiful music, and, and seem to be very comfortable in each other's company. Uh, yeah, it is amazing, actually. I, I wonder sometimes how how lucky we got because oh, I'm saying something nice about it. <laughs> but it, it is uh, it's very nice because we get a, my wife and I get a vacation spot on Vancouver Island uh, you know at least once or twice a year and um, you know I think the distance helps in some ways it helps us separate go about our own thing in writing because we don't like to write in the same room so it really gives us 2,500 miles of separation <laughs> And then when we reconvene, which is usually a month or two in between, we're fresh, but we're still not forgotten. You know, we, we have, we're not starting from scratch. We know what we're doing. Whereas a couple of years ago, it was more like every time we'd see each other again, we had to kind of start over. So uh, I think we've gotten to a groove where we're being booked enough so we stay busy enough and uh, we can perform these songs comfortably each time we say, see each other. And, and then when we write new material, it's falling together easier. We're not trying so hard to find our sound. I think we have. So now it's just building on that sound. You know, it's interesting you say that, because I would certainly say you're definitely being booked enough. It seems to me that Big Little Lions seem to be playing a lot of the, the summer festivals. You know, the interesting thing, and Helen, you kind of alluded to it when we started the interview you said something about you know maybe it's my fault that we've got so political because we started off with a really political song which was yeah. against the wall and i think i get the impression you like the fact that you're kind of the feisty one in this in this musical relationship that you like to sort of you know bring out these this challenging subjects and and really the thing that's good because you know you have that wonderful folk pop sound but you really like to I don't know, push it out to people and say, hey, think about this, think about what it means. Yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely my side. The Paul's way more laid back than I am. I get really angry about all this stuff. And so especially d during the election time and stuff, when I was, everything I wrote about it would just come out of that. I'd be re looking at Facebook stupidly and you know, I'd get drawn into it all. So. And even now there's some songs that, maybe, that may make it to the new album because we're working on a new album right now. Um, uh, yeah, I, it's really hard for me to keep that out, but uh, I have to temper it a bit because I know Paul is more laid back than I am, so I don't want it to just be my voice, so I like to have it a mix. So in a song like Against the Wall, is that a song that you started off and then got Paul involved? Yeah, that's uh, we we sometimes will write a song together, like we'll, we'll swap ideas and then we'll uh, collaborate on lyrics, and sometimes we just come to each other with a full song, and that was a full song that I'd... I just it wrote itself in about 20 minutes because I was just so mad. <laughs> which I remember because I think when you sent it to me, which is, it's funny because, you know, when you're in radio and you get sent stuff by publicists, they really don't like it when the artist reaches out to you and says, hey, do you want to listen to this and play it? And it's like, 
Oh, you mean you already have that song? Yeah. Um, did you already have that song? Yeah, because you sent it to me. Oh, you I said know, I should I be definitely, <laughs> I should be playing that. Uh, because it was, a, it, you know, it, it's obviously a very topical song and, you know, with a, a very important message. Yeah, at the time it was, um, we released, released that as a single way before the album because it just, it was last February. No, February 4, because it was just post-election and everyone was angry and our manager agreed that we should just put it out there and then it ended up being played on cue because it was just, you know, of the time. So, it, and then obviously it went on the album, so... Yeah, it's it was, it, and it's uh, sadly. I thought it would all be done by now. I thought that song was going to be past its sell-by date easily by now, and it sadly isn't. I mean, it's, I guess it's good for the song. <laughs> well, it was wonderful when you lived down in the U.S. Do you feel any pushback when a song like this comes out from the Big Little Lions? Well, I am in Ohio, and I think part of the reason I'm laid back about it is because I just need to keep my sanity. And being in the middle of it, kind of uh, seeing it all the time, I just have to go about my daily work. And, and uh, yeah, and being in Ohio, there's both sides of the spectrum. I tend not to gravitate towards people on the uh, right side, but I know people on the right side. So there is a little bit of, man, she's very political. And I'm like, well, that's what she's feeling. And, but we're careful when, we, when we're down in the States because we did a tour from Ohio down to Florida and back up and we were through, going through Alabama and through Georgia. And so I, let's, we'd play songs like Kind, which, you know, and which is, again is a political song where I say it doesn't matter what side you're on, doesn't matter you know, what you're thinking, yeah. we all need to be kind to each other. I, I just keep it really, really general because I don't want it. You know, everyone's just trying to get through life no matter what your political persuasion is. So, um, yeah. I, I'm aware of that. I'm not. I don't just kind of stick my foot in it and away I go. So when you're doing a tour down in the states, like you mentioned Alabama, does Against the Wall get played? We play it. We just say it's a feisty song, and we just yeah. don't say anything else about it. And you know, you, you can draw their own conclusions. Whereas up here, in you know, mostly in Canada, we say, oh, you know, <laughs> it's a bit, it's a bit weird right now, isn't it? And yeah, we have not run into too many venues that were. Trump friendly people. I've, I, I've met a few in, at some of the concerts. You know, it was one woman say, Oh, my husband's a big Trump fan. I'm like, All right then, okay, <laughs> I guess I'll just keep it, you know, keep it light and fluffy. Well, I can't remember who I was talking to a day or so ago, but they were saying that, you know, they would get people come up, something would be said, and then people would come up and say, Oh, well, I don't think you should say that, and I'm leaving. Um, I've heard that quite a few times, but you've not really experienced that. I try to do it with a big smile on my face, and so I, I get away with uh, with. I try to be charming <laughs> while I'm saying it. Um, but as I say I'm really, I'm, I'm really. I've learned a lot since touring the states that I used to be like really anti right wing, and I still don't like the policies. But the people are just trying to get through life like I am, and you know. And so I have, I have a lot of empathy for for everyone I mean it's it's just it's just we're all trying to just you know have a good life so when we look at an album like Alive and Well would you describe it as just a collection of songs or a collection of songs that have a message you know we're going to play one or two more songs during this interview that clearly have a message with them but are those just songs that uh, that's what those songs are but the rest of the album does not necessarily have that overriding arc to it I'd say so there's nostalgia mixed in with the political theme. Like Alive and Well, the title track, is uh, about superstitions and Helen being feisty about them because she doesn't <laughs> believe in superstitions. 
and I have a few. And so that was more of a tongue-in-cheek song, just kind of playful with words. And um, so there are a few like that on there. They're not, they're not all, you know, angry and, um, you know, world topics kind of themed. It's just a handful. I think most the, most, the theme that comes out most in the album is hope. It's like, you know, even, even the, you know, the feisty songs, it's like, no, we, 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 can, we can, well, there's a song at the end called Do Better. And I think that probably sums up the album is like we can do better and we you know there is hope and we'll we'll all get through whatever we're getting through so as far as the songs are concerned one of you will start a song off and then uh, send it to the the other and say look this is what i'm working on what do you feel about this is this something that would be a good song for big little lions are there there songs that don't make the grade that you know a helen song that paul says oh my god that's terrible I don't know if I've said they're terrible, but there are some that just don't get finished. And if they don't get finished, you know that there's something missing there. Yeah, if it doesn't grab you and he doesn't... Cause, well, he does all the production, so if he, if he doesn't produce it... <laughs> oh, no, you've done production on some, and then we've gone, eh. It's, yeah, we, yeah, we write a lot. Which means when you were alluding to the fact that you're now working on a new album... Am I right in thinking that maybe there's a bank of song ideas that, you know, may not make it on this album, but definitely might make it onto an album in the future? I'd say so. I, I think we, we uh, have found a theme in some way. We finished a song a couple weeks ago that we're actually performing now. Um, but I think and it, and it involves mental illness and, and things like that. It's more than, Ill, more than illness. It's just, you know, the, uh, Paul finished this song about his dad uh, dealing with dementia. And there was other songs that I was writing, and it was like, all seemed to be along dealing with mental struggles. and uh, But overcoming, or, maybe, or not overcoming them. But, uh, yes, we think that's going to be a theme. We've, yeah. So if it's not about mental illness, it's out. <laughs> No jolly songs on... No, there will be jolly songs. Let's take a break with another song from the album. I want to play Static, which, when I was looking at the album, actually, the the two songs we've already played are songs that I picked to play on the radio. Tell us a little bit about Static. Uh, That was written after we binge-watched Stranger Things. So uh, Paul and his wife had been out on the island, and then we, we watched that every night. And then Paul went home, and he sent me almost fully produced without any lyrics to it. Because he, he re, it was this really quirky thing, and I still had Stranger Things in my head. And I'm like, okay, this is. I was feeling nostalgic, and all the little bits and pieces that go throughout Stranger Things with the static and the, yeah, so being being 14 or 10, however old they are. Yeah, that was a classic example of me coming up with something and then just fully forming it before I even let her hear it, <laughs> and hoping that she liked it, and then she did. So. He does that. He'll send me something and then go, I've worked on this for ages. Please, please don't hate it. <laughs> you know, I, I have to say, I, I, I always feel in awe when I hear about the way that you work. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about the, the way that you actually try and make sure that the songs that you write get an opportunity to be used in a whole bunch of different ways because I think that's one of the, the coolest things about what Big Little Lions does. But let's play Static first. This is Static from the Big Little Lions. It's from their wonderful new album. came out in February this year, Alive and Well. And you're listening to Folk Roots Radio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference. And I'm Jan Hall.
fence Waiting for a world to grow And the radio playing all of our favorite tunes Turn the video, sneaking out late Watching the horror picture shows I remember when we had nearly hit 14 Not a grown up yet, just another in between Hang around the street, on the corner by the tree We knew where to go We knew where to meet, didn't make a plan Just see Static from the Big Little Lions from the album Alive and Well. We're at Folk Music Ontario, actually in a reception, and I had to get an interview with Paul Otten and Helen Austin because I think it was about three years ago at this conference, or possibly even four, that we sat down and chatted about the last album and, and the music that you make. Learned the story about how Helen can be on Vancouver Island, Paul in Cincinnati playing with his drums, and they still managed to make great music Actually, together. It was three years ago, and that was our first album, and we've done another one in between that, and then this one. So that was yeah, that was 2015, because that was the yeah. last time we were here. Yeah, and it's it's amazing that you're both married to different people, that you get together socially, which is wonderful. I I love just love this whole idea that you can have such a successful musical relationship and it makes me wonder whether you shouldn't actually at a conference like this 
perhaps be giving seminars about the benefits of actually, you know, the way you work. Because not only are you producing great songs, great pop songs, and getting them out there, but you also really work hard to try and find places for those songs. You know, it's interesting. We just played Static, which you mentioned Stranger Things, the Netflix show as being um, an inspiration for that song. But, you know, a, a lot of what you do with your songs is is actually really try and find places for those songs to appear within the, you know, within the media, TV and film, because that is still an area of the music business where you can actually be successful. It is. That's what, Well, that's how we met. We met because we were both writing music for TV and film and we met at a conference. And... Um, and so when we first started writing together, it was really, we had no intention of touring. We, and we we're older than, you know, we're not 20-something, or 30-something. Really? Or 40-something. <laughs> so, uh, so we started doing that, and, and then he, Paul decided to come out to the island just to see if it would work. And, and it's one of those things, I just, there's a lot of serendipity in this. It's just worked, and then, as I say, he, got mar- he met his wife, who's now one of my closest friends, and the four of us get on, and it's just ridiculously lucky, the whole thing. I mean, we, we work hard at it as well, and we work hard at making sure our partners are happy as well, because if they're not happy, then it's not going to be, it's not going to work. But, you know, one of the fascinating things is that I, I could understand that if it was just like a, you know, we write songs together, you know, we, you know, it's a Brill building in two different places, we write songs, but that's not what this is. You write songs, you produce albums, but then you get out and tour them, and I think that is actually, in some ways, almost the more fascinating thing about this, is not just you're actually in two different places working on music, but you actually get together and and put on shows and, and do very successful you know, shows at festivals, um, you know, touring generally, that I find pretty inspiring. Yeah, it was, uh, it's definitely just gone places that we had no idea it would, it, it would go. Uh, it did kind of start off as being like two Brill buildings in separate uh, countries that we were just going to ride away and uh, write songs and have them placed in film and TV and commercials and stuff because that's how we started and that's where we were comfortable at and so we had no designs on performing this stuff but us being performers in the past um, I think that was just in us to want to get out in front of people and play this stuff once we had them written and um, yeah I think it's in our nature to kind of perform for people in some ways and so um, that was bound to happen I think but and I think with the new album we're a little less focused on film and TV placements, but it's still in our back of our minds. Um, but I think we're more focused on personal stories and and things like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, because we were both we'd both performed since we were teenagers, so it's just yeah, we had all this experience. So it's it's it not that it's easy to do, but it was certainly comfortable to do for both of us. And it's just figuring out how to do. It with each other oh, it was, it's 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 yeah. all it, everything's just an added bonus really i mean it's all just kind of happened well you know it's interesting because one of the things you you said before was that during your showcase yesterday evening the official showcase you did for the album at the folk music ontario conference you played a new song and i just wonder whether getting out in public and playing the music gives you a chance to actually say oh well we think this is a good song let's see what the audience thinks uh, yeah, you know, that was Hel- Helen's idea. A couple uh, months ago when we were playing, 
she had a new song and we hadn't even recorded it, even started. And she said, well, how about we try performing these songs first and then record them based on how we performed them. So that's kind of a concept that we're trying to stick to, although, you know, it's really tough when I'm at home in front of my production studio and I'm ready to record and... I realize I'm wrong about that now because because when you recorded that new song and then we played it and so after he recorded I, we knew what to do whereas playing them first we're limited to the instruments we have whereas when he records it he's got all these different sounds and it makes us be more creative in how we're going to perform it because we have to figure out how to make it sound like the album so I, I think I was I might be wrong about that I know I can't There's believe I've been <laughs> admitting I'm you wrong heard it, I should actually mention that the Big Little Lions did an official showcase yesterday evening. I was actually also involved in official showcasing yesterday evening. Interestingly, I was not in the room where the Big Little Lions were performing. I was in the other room. And one of the things, you know, when you're hosting these official showcases is you have to encourage the audience to check out as much music as possible because, you know, really when you come to a conference like this, it's an opportunity for the delegates at the conference to see a 20-minute set from whichever bands have been chosen to perform. It's really kind of like, you know, this is their distilled version. It's like the Scotch whiskey of, of music. It's like, this is the best. This is 20 minutes of whatever these people have. And I told the audience in my room that people need to go and check out the Big Little Lions because that you were about to start after we were wrapping up in our room. And I'm not kidding, everybody left. So much so that I actually had to beg people to come back because they'd actually gone to, to hear you play. As far as live shows are concerned, I think people really dig the music that you produce, don't they? I hope so. I mean, we, we, we're pretty positive people on stage, like in our banter and stuff like that. Paul, Paul has, some, has crazy stories and I'm, I'm the straight guy bringing him back to reality and... So we, we're pretty jolly people, and the music, for the most part, is pretty uplifting, so I think, I, I, I don't, you never want to assume anything. I've got to say, the showcases, though, you know, it's, it's a distilled whiskey for you guys. For us, it's like, oh my goodness, what are we going to play? We can only play four songs, because we want to do the chat, and so, yeah, it's, it's hard choosing the songs, because you want to make a really good impression, and we chose to do a brand new song, but... Which is pretty impressive. I mean, that shows the confidence that you have in the music that you're producing, that say, hey... Let's put a new song in the mix, even though, you know, Alive and Well is, is what we're currently showcasing. Oh, it's, I just love the song so much. Paul wrote the song, so I can say I love it. Um, it's, yeah, and it's just, it's got a lot of meaning uh, to him, and, uh, it's, and it, yeah, it's just a really good song, and I wanted to sing it. So tell us about the new album. Paul, you kind of mentioned that perhaps more personal than some of the other stuff you've produced? Well, the, definitely the new song is personal. I mean, it's, uh, it was written about my father who passed away two weeks ago he passed away after I had written it um, so I didn't necessarily know he was going to pass away but uh, it was written about him and he suffered from dementia and uh, it's just one of those things that came out and uh, it seems to the few people that have heard it it seems to resonate with them because I think a lot of people have to have a loved one or are affected by dementia or Alzheimer's and so it's something that uh, resonates well with people, but um, it's just more personal for me, and it's uh, kind of an achievement in that way that it was uh, a song that was for this new album that was uh, 
not written with other intentions in mind as far as film and TV placements. And it just kind of came out naturally. And, um, and now it just has a, a life of its own because of my father passing. And so it's, it's kind of, it lives on through him, his memory. And what, what is the name of the new song? It's called, we think it's called Where Are You Now? It was a bit of a strange thing because he finished it. His dad died. They had the funeral. I arrived that night. We went on tour the next day. So it was just this whole thing. I was like, we've got to play this song. We've just got to play it. I set, it set the bar, though, for the new album. Because we've, we've written some other songs for it, and we've recorded a couple. But there's something about this one. It's kind of, for me, it set the bar. It's like, okay, I need to step up my songwriting now. And you mentioned before that Against the Wall was a single that came out actually a, a year before the yeah. actual album arrived. Is it likely that this song will probably see the light of day prior to the album? I thought about that. I'm not sure. We'll have to discuss that with our lovely manager, Steve. So I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I, it depends how these things should go. Yeah, he has plan. Our manager has plans for the album release being fall of next year, of 19. So, so we've got to get writing. <laughs> we do, but there is a lot of time, so it could see the light of day, or it could just wait until then. We don't know. But it will be heard, because we're going to be performing it a lot. Yeah. And you're playing here um, tonight. You'll be doing a little bit more showcasing. Tomorrow, I think you're back on tour again. Uh, It's the last one of this tour. Because we we toured on the way here from Ohio uh, through New York up to Toronto. And then tomorrow night, it's a secret showcase. But this will be aired after this. So it's it's in Kitchener. It's, It's a sofa concert where... I don't think they know they're getting us, and we don't know we, we don't know we're getting them. So, it's we'll find out tomorrow when we arrive. I think we've got the address. As far as um, touring is concerned, any changes there? I mean, you know, any plans to bring other people out on the road with you? Now, one of the points of what we do is is uh, I mean, uh, Paul plays everything. He plays um, keyboard, bass, keys, uh, full kit, lead vocals. Uh, you know harmonica so he plays everything and I, I play guitar and foot percussion so we don't really need anyone else we used to have my daughter playing fiddle which was nice it was nice to have the fiddle but I think what our thing is the fact that two of us sound like a band and if we had three of us it wouldn't be as impressive no well it said I remember Daisy playing yeah and she was here yeah because yeah, I interviewed her with you oh, yes. and then when we did that interview the first time and she was very impressive Oh, that's cool. I'll tell her that. <laughs> She'll like that. She's she's not touring with us anymore. Touring was not for her. So uh, yeah, she's she, living on the island again. Yeah, she's moved back to not with me. She's she's separate. She's getting married next year. She's all she's got her own life now. Yeah, so she was a teenager still at high school then, and now she's a engaged woman teaching violin. Yeah, I remember that. You know that she. I think she was still going through her schooling at the yeah, time. Yeah, she was still in high school. Yeah, a lot's changed since then. Yeah. If people come to a Big Little Lions show, what can they expect? Uh, a lot of uh, crazy stories, <laughs> witty banter, um, and then uh, just a lot of, I think, upbeat energy, positive energy. Um, we try to keep people smiling and uh, participating on some songs. Helen will ask them to sing along, or uh, we'll ask them to clap. Sometimes we, we didn't realize, some people didn't realize when I'm clapping that they're allowed to clap along. We had someone ask the other evening at a show that, are we allowed to clap when you do? And I said, yeah, that's kind of... That's yeah, the point. Yes. 
You know, it's funny when I, I let that comment slip where Helen said that she was the straight man. I just do not believe that. Didn't you do stand-up comedy back in the day? I did do stand-up comedy, but it's funny working with Paul because I, I, I like to not work from script, but I like to do familiar stuff, and Paul likes to just do totally off-the-cuff stuff. So every evening, like, we'll... Because the, the story of how we met can be a little dry, and so Paul will introduce, like, you know, dreams of lions and trees and gowns and white gloves and and it's and then but then people come up to me going were you really up a tree with two cats I'm like no I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't so now I have to explain on stage no that's not true but carry on with the stories so we, we yeah we just kind of work off each other if people want to learn more about the big little lines how can they do that uh, big little lines.com YouTube Facebook Twitter Instagram. Just the name because it was free everywhere. So you don't. There's nothing extra. You just have to put big little lines, and you'll find us wherever we are. We're not on Snapchat because we're too old for that. Well, you know, it's always a great pleasure to talk to you guys. If you get the chance to check out the big little lines, you really need to do do that. They're probably coming to a festival near you because these guys are very popular, not just in the folk world but across. Uh, music generally in North America. I did want to ask about Europe, back to the UK. Do you do much over there yet? Uh, no, we haven't because, I mean, we were offered the opportunity to go to Australia at one point and then we realised you'd have to keep going back and back. And because we've got spouses at home, we don't want to be away for that long. And so it's the same with Europe. But uh, both our youngest are 16, so when they've left high school, you know, it was in a year and a half. Just watch out. That, that, <laughs> that might change, because then we could take them with us. Because if we're going to go for a long period of time, we'd like to take them with us and not, you know. Because we get to do, we end up doing all these things that couples should be doing. You're like, no, we should be here. <laughs> like we were in Florida walking on a beach. We're like, this is wrong. <laughs> it's always a great pleasure to talk to you. We've got one thing left to do, and that's pick the final song to play. What is it going to be? It's Find Your Tribe, which I think it's, that's, it's, uh, this kind of sums up the album because it's about, it's about people coming together and finding people that they really can be themselves with. And we think in these weird times, you know, whichever side you're on, you need to find your people that you can be yourself with. Helen Austin, Paul Otten, it's an absolute pleasure to sit down and talk to you today. This is The Big Little Lions with Find Your Tribe from their wonderful new album, Alive and Well. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference, and I have been doing interviews for way too long, but I wanted to get in an interview with you today. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much. Turn on the light, open your eyes, put all your bags down, turn round, we are home. not a house, not even a town, it's where your heart lies each night. You are home, home, good to be home. So find your people, find your tribe, those you want to be Oh, 
Find your tribe Those who 